Hey, welcome to Two Fall Podcast. With your host, Phil. That's me. I'm Phil. Yes. And Tim. And Timmy. We, what we do is we watch a new movie that comes out and then we find an old movie and watch them and, com- you know, to, to compare them. Yeah. It's great. It's great. We watched, it's called uh, new, <laughs> We watched the new Green Knight and then we watch Excalibur from 1981. Yeah. Uh, Excalibur. Philip, what kind of podcast this is? This is a... A happy podcast where we speak together and talk in unity and harmony. And also, what, what else is it? Um, a podcast, you must warn people that... Ah, and it's also a very spoiler-happy podcast where we don't care. <laughs> we just, you know, I remember there was an episode once where we just went to the ending, and it was like a it's like a really, you know, secret ending. But we did go to that ending just in the, it's at true. the beginning of the podcast. So, maybe we It's just a warning. We don't know if we're going to spoil things. We might spoil Ye things. Be but warned, it's... fellow knights of the round table. Yeah, it's it's a podcast where we kind of just discuss the movie. It's not a review podcast. It's more nah, of a discussion a podcast. What do I have to review? No. What am I no, going to say? What, what more is there to review? It's just a friendly chat. And we, friendly it, it encourages... Friendly chat. Encur- yeah, it encourages you as a listener to chat along with your chatty friends. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. We are also recording in video. a long, long time with video on, yeah, so we I apologize. He's there. <laughs> I, it's so funny. It would be wonderful to for Tim or I to just take a screenshot of this. Yeah. And it's uh, it, it, it's going to be weird. So we, no, actually, we apologize if it's going to be weird. I'm getting so, distracted by the video, so I don't know. Maybe I, that's I'm better. Too. Who knows? Maybe maybe more emotional. But yes. anyway... Um, yes. Johnny is uh, pointing fingers at the button for the song. Johnny, Johnny, point the button, press it, press it now. Um, <laughs> so, so we'll let him do that. I mean, it I'm makes not, him happy. I'm not, I haven't eaten anything, reser- you know, like I haven't eaten anything. <laughs> since last episode. Since. <laughs> Phil hasn't eaten anything, been, just to, I've, just I've to make doing, sure. I've been doing a lot of uh, fasting, pre premedated premedated fasting premedated what are you intermittent fat yeah that's what it was that's what it was okay i, I hear that jake's doing that jake's intermittent ah, damn it <laughs> that's not gonna be a good podcast i can't even get intermittent 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 what is it whatever it fasting. is yeah that's fine well just just play the song johnny it's just let's, let's cut it off yeah just save us <laughs> Great song, wonderful. I loved it. Tim, <laughs> what's up? What's up? How how are you? How has <clears throat> how have things been since the old days of two weeks ago? Since the old days two weeks ago, um, you know, autumn is here, which is nice. It's got really cool weather. Oh, man, I made yeah. some Balinese today, perfect yeah. for the autumn. When, you know, like when it's rainy outside and you mm-hmm. have yellow lights and you're and it's like cooler, oh, and yeah. and then you make this thick rich balinese that just and you, and you have i have a bit of bit of you know red wine with it oh, i see i see the just, red wine and it just you have to eat it and just makes you want to like lay down on a couch and just watch as the breeze moves <laughs> the you know one thing about the apartment that we bought yeah my favorite thing is that each of the windows we have they're pretty big and looks at trees like if you lay down on a couch in the living room or if you lay down on the bed here 
or if in, in, in the kids' room now in the field on the couch, basically what you see a window and you just see trees, like leaves and trees. And just sitting there, just watching this way is like mm. the most comfortable. This is the best bed and sleeping <laughs> I ever had in my entire life. Like literally, wow, I will really? fall. I Like I don't think I've ever had trouble falling asleep in this bed. I will literally lay down. And just look outside, and because we live in a city, so there's like city, you know, streetlights outside, mm-hmm. which then cast a shadow of the trees on the mm-hmm. wall that is opposite of oh, the bed yeah, 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 right yeah. here. I just lay down and I look for five seconds at those shadows. So I ain't done. That's it. I don't wow. think I ever like said like, oh, I can't fall asleep. Man, you got like a, a natural. Like, it's amazing. What do you call that? A natural way of falling asleep. <laughs> A, a nature's lullaby. Sedation, what about you, Phil? Natural sedation. How are you doing? Oh, I've been doing good. I've been doing so much happier now that I'm not baking like a raisin in the sun. Oh, I was like, well, you had some like commissions? <laughs> you baking some cakes? No, 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 no. Just baking some cakes. I'm, I'm so glad I'm done with that. My culinary career has been uh, been one of wonder within these past two weeks. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Eating mushrooms, puking. Wow. <laughs> you ate some bad mushrooms? Mushrooms? No, no, no. I was, I was, I was. Tim, I was. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. I. Uh, uh, yes, you eat those squiggly little mushrooms, no, no, no. and then you make the Actually, fox look, puke. It's been. Uh, yeah. No, I've been. Okay, I'll tell you. There's nothing really that's been going on like personally with me. It's all the same. It's just been cooler. So I've been so happy. I wasn't, you know, uh, on fire uh, and sweating all the time. Uh, you know what the worst thing is in the summer? You know what the worst thing is, is when you're. Fire. <laughs> when you're when you're when you're sitting down somewhere uh-huh. and you're only like on a tram or you're somewhere indoors, they don't have air conditioning. When it's like really hot outside, you know we're Celsius people, so I'm like when it's thirty or thirty two, yes. thirty three, and then you're sitting down and then you just feel the sweat <laughs> trickle down <laughs> your stomach. That is, I hate it. Every time it happens, I feel like I'm in hell. Yeah, I'm in hell. I'm not a big fan of the sweating either. So. Unless you got the but sea breeze of, on you. Yeah. Man, I wanted I wanna go to the sea before it gets too cold. I'll find out if I can do that. So anyway, listen, Tim, I've been rewatching this wonderful series uh because a movie the final film came out. Tim, do you even know what I'm talking about? I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. The, 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 the okay. series, final film. Yeah. What are you talking yes. about? Anime series. Oh, no, I, I know nothing of these things. No. Well, listen, man, the final Evangelion end of the entire thing came out just two weeks ago. What is and this man, like? That was a like trip. The, the Christians, they're converting people. What is Evangelion? <laughs> well, <laughs> Evangelion is a anime that came out in 1995, directed and written by Hideaki Anno. Who 1995. Is a, okay. Yes. It's been and going it's on a, since then? A, it's been going on. No, actually... It's a complicated... I, I probably shouldn't have talked about it because it's a very complicated uh, thing to talk about. I don't want to take too much time. But, man, it's directed by Hideaki Anno, and this man is quite a personal director. He puts a lot of his mm-hmm. life experiences in, in it. But the thing is that this show is a mecha anime. Mecha, right? Right, yeah, big yeah, yeah, big robots. People go into the big robots. And it's a it's kind of an antithesis of what you would expect for Mecha, right? You think it's the hero comes in, he's like, I'll take on the bad guys, you know. And he goes in, and you know, in this case we have we have a bleak future where teenagers, only children, adults can't 
get into these giant robots that were made after what's known as the second impact destroyed the world so they had to rebuild and they live in neo tokyo 3 and not neo tokyo just tokyo 3 i'm imagining pacific rim for some reason it's very pacific rim pacific rim is probably inspired by this yeah yeah and this is a very influential anime in fact it's one of the most successful and popular anime for some reason but it's so funny because it's so bleak it's such a bleak show and it delves into issues of self-respect self-awareness uh depression okay and it's very internal the protagonist is a kid who doesn't want has a strained relationship with relationship with his dad who is the leader of the not resistance but like this program that are defending the earth from these interdimensional beings that come once every couple of weeks called angels (laughs) I didn't anticipate every couple of weeks. I was I was thinking every couple of decades the aliens arrive. I was not expecting but, just like every week. Dude, Here they go again. Got to fight the and, aliens. And and they have to get into these built giant robots called Evas. Evas. Eva. Sorry, my daughter's been watching and, Wally every day, so <laughs> I can't resist. And these Eva and these Evas. Uh, you can't just get anybody in there. It has to be younger people. It has to be children. Okay. Not even children, but like so teenagers. Strange. Teenagers. And this kid, he just he he just doesn't have any you know he doesn't have any sense of what he's doing in his life. And his dad is the you know the president or of this um, program for these giant robots that actually do, you know help destroy these uh, angels. And these angels are like they're not like monsters. They're not like they're like weirdly shaped uh, like stanley kubrick looking like one is a just a giant pyramid you know that shows up i'm gonna i'm gonna check out these and some of them are just really freaky and his dad never talks to him and he just says get and and he doesn't even want to be part of the program but he has to do it or he just gets kind of cornered into doing it and all that pressure have to fight against these giant monsters that show up but is it the, over the, oh yeah and uh, yeah so I'm, I'm i'm taking too much time but like no no, no not, not like your your explanation is it over i'm asking do you say the show is over that yeah the end? show the show the show finished in a way where it was all that plot stuff with the second impact and the post-apocalypse and the and you know like all the lore about uh Adam, Lilith, Eva, there are all these like Dead Sea Scrolls um, and these, you know, and, the, and preventing the third impact, which would, you know, destroy the world right. and turn it and, and merge all of, all, of, all of life together into one and so, all that sort of stuff gives way to just these main character. His name's Shinji, his uh, depression issues and the end of the show finished with, and this is a spoiler if anybody hasn't seen it. <laughs> it's exactly what we're saying in the beginning. You didn't, <laughs> yeah, you didn't yeah. anticipate it's going to be different. Uh, yeah, yeah, d- d- different, uh, you know, movie or, or show. But and the end of the and the end of the show, just um, the original show from 1995, finishes with this kid finally accepting himself. Okay, you know what I mean. 
and jump. And you know what? The director himself actually had depression while working on this as well. And so he just, so all of this big monsters fighting each other and robots and all that just gives way to just that. And it's very, and the end, the last episode is just famously very ethereal and sketchy. And, you know, like they didn't even put any paint or anything. They just made, did sketches and like, there's no sound. And it's just like, you know, trying to find your self-worth, you know. Interesting. A lot of people hated that. The fans hated it. A lot of fans hated that ending. They wanted like a big robot about, fight and like some yeah, because it wasn't what revealed. they were expecting. Because a lot of a lot of characters died. A lot of characters just were you know like pushed you know put out of focus. And so what happened was they made the end of Evangelion, the movie, which was like supposed to be the movie that finishes everything, which came out a few years after the show ended in 1999, I think. Okay. And that is pure, like I just can't explain it to you as well, but it's just like pure anger. It's just like the director seeing that they didn't get the point of the end of of, his, of the show. And so this is just like, you want something? Okay, you got something. And it is just characters dying, uh, the third impact, you know, the actual apocalypse happening. And uh, a, it goes into a lot of like psychological uh, topics mm-hmm. and it's abstract and it's... There's like at the end, it just unwinds like there's like brutal deaths and there's just like it's just it's just very it's very art house. You know what I mean? Like just there's a giant naked body coming out of a planet and eyeball, you know, those kinds of like images. And there's even in the in the movie, there's even all those like Internet comments of angry, angry fan mail that shows up, you know, is the angry fan mail shows up in the actual movie. Okay. Yes. So that that happens, and it's very David Lynchian. You mm-hmm. know, it's like it's a, it's an interesting ending, and then that was it for a while until 2007, and then they did rebuilds, which is like the same story but in movies instead of a show. It's just a movie. First movie kind of retells the same story, and this is the same director okay. going back to do it again. He, he, he went for some the, more. <laughs> yeah, he, he went for enough. some more. Well, here's why, and it's complicated because this show got so popular, and there's so much like merchandising mm-hmm. with that that there has to you have to keep making more oh yeah, yeah you got you know people people want more and the design i mean obviously the design and the animation is really top notch and so the movies are the ones that i watched again okay i didn't really care for them when i watched them in 2018 but one came out in 2007 second one came out in 2009 third one came out in 2012 and the final one finally in 2021 and i don't want to spoil it because it's pretty new but that had a fantastic ending because it's so autobiographical by this director Hideaki Anno because mm-hmm. he puts a lot of his own experiences in there and his own psychological um, profiling as well you know and all of his emotions in there and it sometimes just you know like I said like the actual external story goes away and it's just the internal feelings of the characters that reflect what he experienced as mm-hmm. as an adult and how to mature and so that ending is finally like a wonderful and finished piece. And it's like, okay, it's done now. So it feel, so that's what I've been watching. And I'm so happy and okay. satisfied to be, to be done with that. And uh, it, was a, it was a ride, man. It was a ride. Interesting. Interesting. I have not seen anything besides this movie so <laughs> I, okay. I have literally not watched i i'm on uh, i'm on books now 
Oh wow! So uh, I, I've been take, taking a little break from like stuff, stuff watching. So 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 book wow, time. Wow, man! So, yeah, book time. Book time. You're reading. You're reading the Green Knight. Uh, I actually, funny Sir enough, the the to bring Knight. back, I was I actually um gonna read the Green Knight poem, but unfortunately, it is a poem, and just like when you're reading Tolkien and they start doing the song, just your mind shifts away and you just want to get to the back to the prose. It was happening. <laughs> right. I was like, I think I, I tried. And after like, uh, you know, uh, 20, 30 lines, I was like, I don't know what's happening here. I can't read this. This is such oh, a, no. such an ancient way to, to, I think it's like, uh, let me see. I have it open. It's long, man. It's, it's a couple Oh dear! It's I think eighty pages, like about a hundred pages. The actual wow. poem. But anyway, here's the. Anyway, let's get let's get medieval. Let's go. So um, let's do it. Let's talk about these movies. So uh, we picked uh, Green Knight. Uh, funny enough, the Green Knight, the movie that Tim was waiting for for so long. This is the funniest thing is that I was, was just watching it, this, and and you guys have been saying you know Tim is waiting for the Green Knight. This, <laughs> but I was like, the thing is that like, I think you guys were looking. For more forward like especially even jake was mentioning to green knight than me because i remember like this movie jacob was i think this movie was actually filmed like a long ass time ago i think let me look at when with the production uh it was announced in 2018 and it was filmed in 2019 so this was filmed in 2019 and i remember Sounds seeing right. a like a teaser trailer for it and i was like I'm a really big fan of what A24 puts out, but the trailer did yeah, not yeah. speak to me. So I was like, really? I was like, just like, I, I was like, okay, wrong. I had this, it all this, wrong. This this came, this is going to come out. Probably going to watch it, and then you know, COVID happened and it wasn't released, so I completely forgot about this movie. And you guys were like, no way, the Green Knight. So I was like, you know what? No, no, it wasn't me. I didn't care very much. Oh, okay, because I was like, you know what? If these two guys, you know, want to watch an A twenty four movie so much, it's just good for me. So I'll, I'll hop on the train. <laughs> sure, I'll, I'll watch were, Green Knight. I thought you were up at, because I remember the Lighthouse, and it's like, oh, we got to watch the Lighthouse, and then and then scheduling conflicts happened, and we couldn't do it. But the Lighthouse so, is different. That's Robert, Roger, Roger, Robert, Robert Eggers. Eggers, Robert Eggers, and I love that guy. I love his yeah. movie. So anyway, so The Green Knight came out. It is <laughs> yes, a it movie, is. you know, produced by A24, directed by David Lowery. It's based on the Arthurian uh, Arthurian legend, Sir Gawain and The Green Knight. It's a, yeah, it's so a, I always wondered how you pronounce Sir Ga- Gawain. Ga- Ga- but Gawain. Like, I mean, if you put it, yeah, I think I'm, I'm assuming that the movie does it right. Gawain. Gawain, it feels, feels very, you know, Celtic, Irish, yeah, Welsh, because Gawain. Like, yeah, because, like, you spell it G-A-W-A-I-N, Gawain. So I always thought it was Sir Gawain. But, uh, that doesn't no. feel right. No. It doesn't feel like, you know, Hoi, Sir Gawain, where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> Having Sir a bit Gawain. of a wee walk up to the Green <laughs> Having Chapel. Having a bit of a wee walk, are you, Sir Gawain? Right. And it's uh, Sir Gawain, the nephew of King Arthur. It's a very classic, you know, part of the whole legendary work yeah, of, of Arthur. Arthur. One of the more famous ones. And, and um, this one's a pretty, like, specific. It's based on one a work. I mean, in a whole Arthurian legend, there's like a gazillion different works from different periods. Oh yeah, of time that they're, they're very different. So this one's uh, and also it does like a 
So the the legend is um, he's Arthur's nephew, and then his his mom, Arthur's uh, sister or half sister, depends which ones are you looking at. She um, he's like chilling, not doing anything, going to the whorehouse, drinking, and not he wants you know to be a knight, but he's not ready for it yet. So his mom pushes you know pushes him out a little bit that she invites this uh, green knight, this creature. To come Wait, in in the she, party. She invites him. Yeah, remember? She does the whole magic. No. I thought it just came out for no reason. I didn't I didn't understand what the magic was about. She she did the magic. She was in the tower with her witchy oh, friends, and she magic. did the invite to the Green Knight. I think in the original poem, it was supposed to embarrass Arthur or something like that. But in this in this, in this this movie, it feels more of like a coming of age, like his mom really wants to push him out to, to you know, oh. go do the good deeds. And not just mess around drinking and not doing anything. So she invites the Green Knight. The Green Knight, the legend is, you know, he comes in and offers a fight. And the game is that if you chop his or whatever you do to him, that in a year he will do to you. So uh, Sir Gawain chops his head off and then the Green Knight like, grabs his head and is like, haha, I, you have to come in the year into my Green Chapel and I will... You know, do as I as I will with you. Either chop your head off, or you know, just harm you with a scratch. And that's the that's the quest. You know, to prove your worthiness. Because Sir Gawain is not a knight yet. He's just a dude. He's just a nephew. And Arthur really wants him to be a knight as well. He's just a guy. Probably plotted with his with his sister this whole ordeal. So then he goes on his adventure. And he has many many trials and tribulations. He is tested. By different Does things. Because it goes on a bit of a hike. Yes, indeed. He's uh, tested for his uh, for his graciousness. He is tested for his lust. He is tested for his wit and all these things until the very end and until he meets the knight. So that's the, the green knight. Now, yeah. Excalibur is oh, a movie yeah. that was directed by John Boorman John from 1981. Um, uh, so this one... Is you know what this reminded me of watching this? This felt like a contemporary musician biopic. <laughs> like it has everything. Like it's it's not like so really. The, the, so the Green Knight is more of like you take this one yeah. body of, of work or whatever mm-hmm. it is, one structure, and then you put like a modern spin to it, and then you you kind of do it as a character study. But a little bit, you know, like kind of fever dreamish kind of it's it's an interesting point of view, but you have like one thing that you take. This is like the highlight reel. It's like they take every single bit you can take from, you know, Arthurian legends. Yeah. 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 And then there's like there's like four centuries of like the main body of work by many people who wrote. They change things in French yep. and in and, and English and in and, and Welsh. They just take everything, every single thing from from the from the beginning. And it's kind of like the Arthur's Arthur's life, and it, there's time skips, and you get the whole scene. But it's like it's like a biopic. It's like how Arthur became. There's his parents and stuff. Then it's like this is like how he starts. Yeah, it's also really really cool. Yeah, and then there's the, then there's the then there's the period when he's like, oh, he's you know he takes out the sword. Of course, he's the king. You know, yeah, that was the highlight this is the, right there. This is his God's given right. This is like you know when when in the music biopic somebody discovers they're talented and everyone's like losing their mind. It's like, oh my God, he can <laughs> sing so good, right? Nice, yeah. Then and then it's all like smooth sailing, right? He gets the band together, which is the nice of the round table. He gets, he gets they, the band together. They go ahead and conquer, you know, uh, 
conquer all of all of UK. You know, they're just like they're, they're knights of the round table. It's the band is on tour. Everything's going yet good. You know, like the the other knights, they're like, ah, oh, we're gonna kill you, but then they can't because you're just so good, Arthur. Everything's yeah, smoothing. So they create Camelot. They're around the you know, they're around the. The round table. The round, round table, exactly. <laughs> and then and then and then Sir Lancelot, you know, he, he messes things up because he's in love with the Arthur's wife, right? Yeah. And it's the love triangle. The love triangle. Oh, Guinevere. This yes. is where, you know, everything's good. The music's great. We got Camelot. We're we're, we're knights of the table, but something's wrong. This is where the trial comes for the musician, you know? Mm-hmm. And he spirals down into drugs. He doesn't take drugs here, but he's all <laughs> sick. Ah, oh, he's like, ah. Give me the Holy Grail. And then he tells his band members to look for the Holy Grail. <laughs> exactly. And this is the you know time of trouble. He's going solo. The, the knights are all over the place. Yeah. But then in the end, the band gets together mm-hmm. and, and they defeat evil. And then, you know, he dies. This is basically Queen, the biopic, which is hilarious <laughs> to me. Um, so wow, that's, that's ex- an interesting way of explaining mm-hmm. the story. I was finished. I was like, what, what is this? This is like, I honestly like watching Green Knight. Like I'm a huge fan of like folklore. So, I think, which is, yeah, yeah well, I think we know this. Yeah. And I, I know. You, were very, you, were, you were very angry when Baba Yaga was showed up and it was John Wick. You're like, that's not the folklore. No, no, <laughs> not, not in that way. But like I used to, I used to read, um, when I was a kid, um, we used to have these like two huge volumes of collection of Slovak folklore stories. Oh, nice. It's kind of like the, like the you know, like uh, Brothers Grimm, they, you know, did in like sort of like a Germanic mm-hmm. uh, region. So they did it in Slovak. I read those like a hundred times over mm-hmm. and over again. They're amazing. Okay, yeah. Um, and they they also have this sort of medieval kind of chivalry type of romance, you know. The, yeah. It wasn't usually a knight. It was more of... A, a peasant. peasant, yeah, <laughs> you know, either one son or three Peasants sons. Quest, and and yeah, and they got to go out in the world and they get quests from witches or kings, and they get the princess in the end. Except there's one that I need to find, and we need to make a movie of it because they're all they're they're all pretty like standard. Like there's like you know there's bit of like there's one trope, and then you could see that in like twenty of them, right? And it's kind of uh-huh. mix and match. Yeah. There's one that we found, and my my. my uh, Nieces, Mimi, and Tabby remember this when we found it, and it just has everything. Like it is everything. Like they put every single trope, every single folklore thing into one story. The story, the protagonist shifts midway through. You turn to the to like it starts with the peasant boy, but midway through he dies, and you're following the princess. And it gets to bizarre place that the princess dies. She is buried in a casket. And then she travels through Earth like Bugs Bunny in her dead what? casket, and she, dude, the play is 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 insane. People chop their legs off to feed gargoyles as they fly up. It, they feed gargoyles. So so I need to find that folklore, but whatever. The the, the point the point is that I, I love folklore, so that's why it's badass man. <laughs> I really enjoyed um, like uh, you know that that the, the Green Knight m- more because it was like uh, you know. It had that flavor, the old world flavor. Well, this one was flavor. Like I was like when Excalibur started, I was immediately like pissed off because really it starts off. It starts off with um, what's it called? Uh, Merlin. It starts off with this title. It says, 
in the dark ages. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh God, here we go. Yeah, but this but, is 1981. I was like, yes, I am ready for this. That's what I was thinking. It's like, it's the dark ages, right? It's like, oh, no, we, we, we're know, past like, this. We're past this. And then, and then. I know, are, because it's 1981, Tim. I know, I know. And it's like, and people are fighting. And the Arthur, Arthur Legends is supposed to be like post uh a post-Roman, yeah, post-Roman, sixth-century Britain, and it's dudes they're fighting wearing, it. They're wearing their fifteenth-century armor. Yeah, they're yeah, wearing their fifteenth-century armor with the huge helmets, and I'm like, oh my god, it's like I, this is I, this is it. But um, but I was thinking, I was thinking, you know, like maybe I'm biased because you know the history of John Borman and him getting to make this movie, right? I know nothing. I know nothing okay. of ex- Here's the thing. I want to ask you because you yeah. picked this one because here's the thing. We 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 well, wanted I to see it was the similar. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> we we wanted to watch The Green Knight. And yeah. then this isn't the first ad- ad- adaptation of The Green the Knight. The Green Knight tale. There's there's actually about 5 or 6 different films based on this the story. So, but you suggested you wanted to watch Excalibur. So I wanted to ask, like, what was what was the reason? Yeah, I, it looks like you have like a history with um, with this movie, and you wanted to watch it. Well, no, I I felt like Excalibur was perfect for this because every time I saw a trailer for this for the Green Knight, I was always like, oh man, here we go, pretentious movie, let's go, baby. And so I thought that you know, like, we could get like that. It's going to be the same kind of thing because I knew watching the trailer for Green Knight that it was going to be something hallucinogenic and a little bit, you know, abstract. And um, it wasn't going to be like, this didn't happen in 6th century Britain. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean... It's going to be that kind of cold, weird, uh, (laughs) fantasy, parable... A24. I know I know A24 is a distribution company and it's not a <laughs> I love company. that A24 has now become like a like a distribution <laughs> company. It's a very brand. A24. Yeah, I, that you te- dude, I'm sure a bunch of people. I'm just saying that because I'm thinking of some other A24 films, you know, like Wait, did you know, did you watch Excalibur before? I no, I didn't. You didn't you just knew about it. I just knew about it. I actually started watching it. I rented it at my library when I was younger, like 14 or something. And then we got to the part where uh well, uh, I guess would, I guess you could call it uh, on the um, unforeseen uh, sexual. <laughs> let me let me moment. describe. So this is so uh, not many That's people when I know. That's when not I stopped. Many, I was like, I'm not watching this. I don't want. Not watch. many people know how Arthur was conceived in the the late Arthurian canon legends. Essentially, his dad wanted the. Uh, wife of the Cornish Ufer. king. Well, no, Ufter. Wait, what's <laughs> Urethra was his dad's name, and he wanted the the woman of the, the Cornish king. So, and he couldn't defeat his castle to 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 have his way with the with his woman. So he got Merlin to cast to tell a, Merlin. a a steamy mist that he could <laughs> ride on his horse to a his castle. Mist. Yes. While her husband was attacking his camp, then Merlin used his magic to shapeshift him to look like her husband. He then um, has his way with Got her. Got very frisky. Very frisky. Yep. In the old lady's way of... I hate that. But I hate the... I hate the rapey romance of the olden times. I'm so glad we're like past that. Like when you we're know... Out, like, we're out of there. We're out of you that watch it. You watch it. You watch that old movie, and it's just like you know the man grabs the hey woman there. and kisses her on the mouth roughly, and she's like, "Oh, I cannot!" Like that's so weird. 
<laughs> we need to stop with that immediately. And we did, which is great. But anyway, and then that that's 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 Arthur is born of this of this lust. That's him. But yep, then Merlin takes him. him away and he's like, I will give him to poor people. So he becomes yeah. humble. Yeah, but anyway, so yeah, that's so when I stopped, stopped there. Yeah. Um, but no, here's the thing. I said, yeah, I was pissed off with the whole Dark Ages and then in 15th century armor. But um, it, once the movie started and we got to that point, I realized what kind of movie was it? And it's like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what they're wearing or what they're saying. No, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's... Oh, we had music like that. There's a cool thing that um, if if I it's, so as far as like the plot of the whole thing, I mean, I was interested for a while, and then the love triangle stuff, and then I just realized like there's so many things they're cramming in here. I was getting lost. I was like, wait, so Sir Gawain, like in the in the Green Knight, he is the nephew of King Arthur, right? Yeah, he's sitting there, um, you know, and then I'm watching this movie afterwards excalibur and then he's like there he is playing by played by um uh what's his face played by liam neeson yes and he's like and he's like being all lovey-dovey with with arthur's sister i'm like isn't that his mom and i was like oh and i figured like okay no this is like these <laughs> legends are like it doesn't matter like the, the each of these, like, not even the <laughs> yeah. movies, but even the legends, mm-hmm. like, whatever is, they, they'll change things around. So so it's completely fine. I was a little bit weird. Even though there's a lot of incest in in this movie and in the legends, that wasn't incest. Yeah. That was just a different different story. I just remembered. You're right. Yeah. Whoa. Um, but anyway, so. That's, a, that's so, like, I don't know. There's this, there's this shameless way of this movie presenting itself. Yeah, it doesn't I actually, care, and it, I feel was, like that's what's so fun about it. It's, Excalibur. it's so Excalibur. It's like so weird. Like they, they just like all of it, every single thing. The Holy Grail, Excalibur, Merlin, his family ties. Everything's in there. Absolutely everything. And it and it's just like the last like um, act is just like light speed of just it just checking all the boxes everything <laughs> you've got you've got sir lancelot with a huge beard being a monk yeah Guinevere being it's it's just it's like insanity here's my question so i had to actually sit down after watch this movie and just like read and watch a bunch of youtube videos like i you about know, I, the about Arthur arthurian legend? legends oh. because like all i knew was probably that movie i wa- that did you know the one we wanted to dub the weird cartoon what oh, Cam- oh, Camelot, yeah. Camelot, the quest yeah. for I, Camelot. I don't know Hand much about Arthur. I'm not from England or America. Dubra- Look, I don't know that much either. You know, I just know, what do you call that secondhand, like, yeah. information? So were you, I know, were, yeah, were you I know keeping about up? Lance a lot. I, like, were me, you, like, lost up. or were you like, okay, yeah, no, I know I everything lost. that's happened. I don't know what's happened. Like, I've not heard exactly what happened, but I, like, I had... I had, you know, secondhand um, knowledge of like, oh, yeah, Lancelot and Guinevere. That's all, you know, the cheating that happened. I know that. That's Oh, you I knew know. about I this. Know. I knew nothing I know, about this. I know this, that this peace was kept triangle. in the realm when Arthur gets his Knights of the Round Table. And then I know uh, how Arthur got the sword out of the stone, <laughs> obviously, because of the Disney film. <laughs> And I didn't think it was real. I thought Disney was just making stuff up. But I, you know, oh I right, yeah, yeah. So, so I know those little like cliff notes. So I was, I was okay getting there. But when it went to the end, and you know, uh, Lancelot turned into a, 
turn into the the gate the the bridge gatekeeper what is your name I, exactly uh that i didn't know any of that i was just like i look i'm here to see the borderline funniness and shameless 80s medieval movie expressionism of john borman hmm. and so, i was not disappointed so what's what's so you talk about John Borman as he's your friend. So what is John Borman uh, famous for? I have not. What, what is this? What is this guy's um, look? Deal. The way I know guy? the way me and John Borman, the way our relationship goes is uh, I've I think the only time I've heard of him was because of Excalibur, and I watched the trailer for it a long time ago, <laughs> okay. and I watched a little bit of that film, you know. Yes, up until, until the the naughty parts. The, 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 yes, and I already had an innate idea of what the movie felt like, like a kind of mean, and it wasn't mean, but it was like that brash fantasy movie mm. where it's like, oh, it's brutal, but it's also, you know, it has that classical music, so it's like they're not afraid to put classical music, and I don't know that kind of tone. I understood what it was ever since I was like a teenager, and I haven't seen the whole film. You know? Okay. So I kind of avoided it because I just didn't want to watch it because it felt kind of, it felt too aggressive for me. If that makes right. sense. Not that the movie's aggressive, but like the it oh, feels like the direction is aggressive. The movie is like, very. This is my movie. Aggressive know? in terms of the audio because everyone oh, in there is shouting in this movie, and like it's <laughs> it's those old like potato um, ADR <laughs> and, yes. and and the compression and the distortion <laughs> yeah. is through the roof. And it's like, even when it starts I heard, off... I, I heard some of the audio cut off. Yeah. Did you? Like, some of the dialogue was like, you could actually hear... Yeah. In, yeah, in, yeah, in Gabriel Byrne, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, the Irish actor, he's from The Usual Suspects. He plays the old guy there. He, he plays the, the, the <laughs> urethra, the, king, the, the dad of, of, um, of Arthur. And uh, dude, that oh, guy's shouting okay. the entire time. Yes, that was so funny. I loved it. It's just thought, so intense. I don't know. For me, it was just like, it's not like I consider this like a masterpiece. Well, I mean, it probably is. You know the de- the definition of masterpiece, right? Well, uh, I don't know the, the core, definition of masterpiece, but in 2009, like, Zack yeah. Snyder said Excalibur was his favorite film, calling it the perfect meeting of movies and mythos. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I just had the I had that note and I couldn't resist. But yeah, go ahead. (laughs) Because like masterpiece, the because it has master in it and it's Mm -hmm. it refers to everything the filmmaker is. You know, like everything that he's good at, he puts in his one movie. So it's not necessarily that it's the best objectively a best movie. It's a movie that defines his skills or his interests. So that's kind of a masterpiece. You know. So I okay. feel like that feels like that's what John Borman is. And I honestly I haven't seen any of his other movies. He made Deliverance. You know Deliverance? No. no. And Exorcist 2. That's what it was. The okay. Heretic. The, this right. is before. And Deliverance is the movie where the guys get lost in the forest and end up in Hillbilly Town and get famously taken advantage of. Oh, it's I like guess that's the theme of John, John yeah, Borman. Yeah, yeah. And Zardoz, of course. He made Zardoz. Is that the one with Sean Connery? The Sean Connery with his little red outfit. Yes, the penis is mightier. Here's the thing: before that's what it is. Before, like, definitely Excalibur was was not my vibe. By the way, I didn't watch any of these films to understand what I'm going to watch, and some reason I expected exactly what I got. (laughs) You know, (laughs) 
I, I mean, here's the thing. It, it's, I got exactly what I expected. That's what I mean. It's it's definitely a specific vibe, and it definitely sticks to it. And I think there's definitely um, an idea behind it. And before I, I move like more talk about the Green Knight, because yeah, I we definitely need to talk about that. Because I definitely enjoy that one a lot more for me personally, as far as my taste and far as the experience. Uh, the Excalibur was more of like you know twofold, like what am I watching type of type of deal. Like it's That's this is fun. an interesting experience. I think. It was way too long for me. I think I had had a little bit of fatigue after halfway through it. But I hear some here's some positive stuff that I liked about it. And I think even this and I like to think this actually influenced the Green Knight because in the in the Excalibur, there's this technique they use every time the Excalibur yes. or the dragon magic is used. Yes. You have this green light shine on objects. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty cool. And my favorite my favorite bit, my favorite shot in the Green Knight is when so they're having the banquet at the round table mm-hmm. and the Green Knight approaches. You know, he walks into the through the door to the room and he stands in the middle of the room and King Arthur glances at Merlin as this like, can you vet this guy? Can you check him? And Merlin closes his eyes and does this little chant and they do this little dolly zoom. So it's like a little perspective shift of like magic mm-hmm. is happening and they shine this red light straight on Merlin's yes. face while he does the enchantment. And then if and then and then he does it for a couple of seconds and then it fades away the light as well and the perspective changes and he just glances back at Arthur and goes like it's fine. I, I vetted him for for the magic. I absolutely love that scene it was just everything i love it was just like the use of practical for the magic and just as merlin just as guy's not talking he's just standing there you know it's merlin he never is mentioned that it's merlin but just the way he looks you know that's merlin and i was when i was watching the excalibur the green light i was like maybe 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 they were influenced by this the you know this it's movie's a, influ- yeah that movie was influential but i love that part in the green night where they had that lighting change it was so good. Wonderful. I, Wonderful. I, and so I was, was just thinking when I was watching, I was like, look how far we've come with like how nice and clear and more sophisticated the lighting looks like. Since, oh, yeah. <laughs> since this put, just putting a gel in a light bulb for Excalibur. Just, yeah, the gelatin light is like, but it, it's a cool effect. It's like, it's really weird because it's like this 80s neon looking green oh, yeah. and it's just in the middle of a forest it's just like <laughs> yeah 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 and then and, and the entire lens is smudged so you get all the yeah it's get, vaseline yeah with all the with all the glows anyway i just want to say john borman he started off wanting to do a king arthur but then united artists who the movie that he was working to make this king mm-hmm. arthur movie with said listen we got lord of the rings the rights to lord of the rings oh so you do lord of the rings could you do lord of the rings and he's like Okay, we'll do Lord of the Rings. And I remember that's the script that I found 1970. John Borman and his co-writer writing their version of Lord of the Rings. And I didn't get to the ending, but I read like two-thirds of it. And it is podcast worthy. Like oh. we need to make an episode of this script because this script is Excalibur, but for with Lord of the Rings. It's amazing. Oh, man. That it's must so bad. be... We have to do that. We have to analyze. So that's going to be a man. special. We have to I sit can't. down and we have to read. Okay, that's that's perfect. because this <laughs> this movie is everything that Lord of the Rings shouldn't be. This is just <laughs> so you can imagine. Because like 
And I want to talk about like if we compare these two movies, and and like I said, you know, it's it's very different type of movie, even though it's kind of you know if you would take it you know based on the same, let's say if you're talking about modern universes of MCU, so let's say if your Arthur world is your you know Arthur universe, you mean it, like King Arthur Legend of the Sword from 2017? What's that? They were making it Guy Ritchie's movie. With, Guy uh, Ritchie made an Arthur movie. I completely. I, I love that. how no one remembers this. I love how no one remembers this. I haven't seen it, but like, let me. Yeah. Let me what is it called? Arthur: Legend of the Sword. Arthur. Uh, and they, it was supposed to start a, you know. Oh, you was know, it? Oh, oh, no, no, I didn't mean like that. I meant like if you if you take all these movies and you kind of make them into. Oh my God! This looks so bland. Look at those colors. <laughs> It is. Kill me now. It. Another medieval movie that looks like there's 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 one hue, only one hue. <laughs> That's you know what, what the Middle Ages were all about. Yeah, just one hue. Thank God for color. You know what I you know what I was thinking. <laughs> Thank God for color. You know what I was thinking yeah, as, as I was saying. watching this Arthur thing, and then and then I was reading about Arthur and all the different legends and all the different variations yeah. of the thing. All the king's horses and all the king's men. What I would like. Is if somebody took the Arthur legend, and not this 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 garbage, you know, desaturated, serious BS. I want someone to make a fun Arthur movie that it has the understanding of. Okay, we're not trying to make this a, a, like quasi history. Like, remember that was that movie with. Um, with Kira Knightley and what was that dude's yeah, name? King Arthur. Uh, that was uh... I forgot what it was called. What, what's the guy's name? But anyway, it was it was all like, what if Arthur was real? And it's like, no, it's the guy's not real. It's obviously BS. It's it's a bunch of legend stuff. Forget about that. Angle. Clive Owen. Clive Owen. Forget about that part. Get rid of that. We know it's a legend, so let's have fun with it. Let's. King you Arthur know, was the most boring movie I've ever seen in my life in I, theaters. I, so why don't we just like, okay, so we know, like it's it could be a fun, like we, you, you know, like, okay, so Merlin is obviously a Druid, right? So we understand more about Druids. It doesn't have to be this wonky, oh, is he, you know, Christian? Is he a, a wizard? Is he like just making this fun, kooky character? Arthur, you know, kind of caricature, you know, Lancel make this like this guy who thinks he's amazing and everything. Like imagine if... Like what Taika Waititi did with Thor, if you had that with Arthur, and it's just full of color and this medieval mm. amazingness, like how much fun would that be? And you have these like plethora yeah. of characters and these really legends, and you can kind of make fun of it in like a non-direct way of how ridiculous it is, of like the romanticized chivalry and, and all these virtues brother of old. Brother to brother. That would be amazing. I would totally want to watch that. Yeah. Ooh. Definitely. None of this garbagey, like, we must bring Arthur to, let's, you know, like, uh, seriousness. And it's, 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 it's all, oh, no. Anyway, um, so what did you think of these movies, Philip? Sir Lancelot Camelot. Yeah. Uh, Are we going to, we're going to try to do this whole podcast and not talk about Monty Python. We're going to try. Okay. Um, Green, do you want to talk about Green Knight? Because we haven't talked about that enough. Uh, well, okay, so uh, I mean, they're very different movies, and Gr- Green they Knight uh, is is more of like one. I guess yeah, it's it's much smaller. It's a character study. I would assume. I mean, it has some themes. I feel like allegory. Excalibur doesn't have any themes or anything to say except 
This is Excalibur. This is King Arthur. This is King Arthur, and this is every single thing that happened around him. (laughs) Yeah. The ending of that was great. Remember that sun? The sunset was so cool. It was a very good artistic uh, looking. How do you, I I don't know how to describe these things because I want to say abstract, but I say that all the time. You know, that's my problem. Oh, no. You mean like, uh, okay, so I think what you're trying to say, that type of of like direction. Impressionistic? No, impressionism is basically when you have a heightened sense of of some kind of a feeling. What you're thinking is um, what Dolly was. Let's see. Um, Absurdist. Surreal. Surreal. Surrealist. There you go. Good. Thank you. I need that. That's what you were looking for. Surrealist. Yeah. Like that surrealism was great. Love it. Love that stuff. But then again, we have that in The Green Knight. So, well, what what I mean about Excalibur is basically Excalibur... It's it makes it makes for pretty good entertainment in my opinion. There's nothing that I felt like was bored. I probably probably wouldn't watch it very, like again for a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there was something there was something hammy, you know, about it that I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. But there was something that was like I said, it was just really shamelessly. This is the movie I'm making, and I'm passionate about it, and this is it, you know. And it's, it's, it's cheesy kind of in a way, but not that it's, not that it's ridiculous, but it is ridiculous, but it is in a tonally different way of a different type of movie like this, like The Room. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't go into, there's there's a certain level of competence. I think it's just the age and just the direction is just. Watching it now, it, it feels it feels a little bit weird. No matter who you are, it's not like a movie that you know just doesn't age. You know, you can watch a Hitchcock movie right now, and you could just feel like you're watching a modern movie. This is not one of those movies. It's very movie of its time, I would say. Yeah. Um, what did you think of uh, the Green Knight? Uh, there wasn't enough green. <laughs> <laughs> You're missing that gelatin neon light. Like. I'm missing that gelatin. I was promised green with the green night, but um, I I knew what I was getting into, mm-hmm. you know, because I watched the trailers. I know I know what I'm getting into. I didn't see so. the trailers, by the way. I I knew nothing. You didn't I knew nothing? Wow! Look at you, man. How did you How did you manage? It's been like promoted since 2019. <laughs> And you it's didn't see true. Any trailer. I guess I forgot what I saw back in 2019. So I was I was pretty clear. I was just like. There's a dude with like a crown. That's all I remembered. <laughs> okay, you don't remember this guy that I have on my nope background picture. I don't the, remember the, the how the Green Knight looked at all. Interesting. Well, I don't know what to say. I did you enjoy the watch? Like, I don't. I don't regret seeing it. Oh, okay. That's that's interesting tone because like I'll tell you. I feel like I don't know. I have a complex relationship with this film, and I've just seen it a few hours ago. <gasps> Oh, you're fresh. Okay. I'm I'm a freshman. Cuz you see I Are you a sophomore? I was like enjoying myself watching it so much from start to finish. Like it was just like the editing, the, like the feverish editing when just fades through time and just the way it was shot and just the way the story was presented. It it was just right up my alley. Like I was just sitting there and just enjoying myself 
with like happiness on on, on my face yeah. of like why why I'm do you, so what, enjoying what, what this was, movie. What was, in, what was enjoyable about it? Like, did it feel like because of the way? Because of the feeling, because of the well, first of all, I knew nothing about the story, so I had no idea where this is going. Is one thing. There, there's a point in, in, uh, and and saying this that like I we talked in the beginning, like I wasn't anticipating this. This wasn't some like you know, the lighthouse. It was like oh, I have to see this. So I was just like completely going. I'll see this, whatever this is. Oh, okay, but if there was a there was a there's a point in when in the middle of the movie when he gets robbed by those. Um, so the test was <laughs> by the way here's a funny trivia point um so in when he's walking down um uh still has a horse he's on his quest and the yes, first first uh, trial Gawain, he meets yeah. i mean i mean gaywin <laughs> <Gawain. laughs> he, he, muffin. Muffin. he's traversing he's he's fresh out of the castle he's like i have to face my destiny because i cut off the head of the green knight and i'm yep. going out I have to do this. And it's it's the only way I become knight and and in yes, great he's very green. Ha 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 ha. And he's going out. Hasn't done stuff like that before. Yeah. And uh, basically, he is walking. Um, he's walking uh, through this battlefield, and there's this little kid, and he is at, you know is, wants to help him out, but but having this little talk about the the fight, and essentially. Um, He's saying, "Oh, you know, one of the great kings has led this battle, and you know, it's it's no, it's it says that he killed nine hundred men, and and you know, the green, I mean, uh, Sir Gawain, not just 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 Gawain is saying is like, oh, I, I highly doubt that. That's a cool reference to the first ever written um, account of or mention of King Arthur as as a legendary oh, really? character." And it says that he was leading a battle and won the Battle of Badon, and he killed 900 Badon. men by himself. That's the first ever written mention of King Arthur. So that's a pretty cool. Oh, that's an interesting, that's a deep reference. I wouldn't it's have It's just like in, in the conversation there. So, so it was pretty cool. But essentially, he then gives him direction to the Green Chapel. And then uh, our, our hero is stingy and only gives him a little money, so gets robbed in the end. And they, and they tie him up. And leave him next to the tree as they take his stuff from his horse and everything. Mm-hmm. And and once they leave, there's this panning shot. Yeah, it's the panning shot. Where you see him laying on the floor and then it goes, does a 360 around the forest. And it returns mm-hmm. to him as a skeleton. Right? Yes. And at that point. Oh, skelly bones. And I'm, if I can explain how I enjoy this, how I was enjoying this film. If that moment the story of our character stopped and the movie went somewhere else, I was completely okay. I was just so enjoying the mood of the movie. It was like, yeah, if, if this is a shift and this story goes somewhere completely different after this point and our hero, the one we're supposed to follow, just basically tragically dies because he's in, incom- you know, like the story is like, okay, I'm going to go on a quest. And the first, first like trial, he fails. I was like, that's okay. I I, I I am ready to go wherever like this movie Psycho. takes me. And I think that's why I enjoyed myself so much. It's just uh, because I love the mood of it. Yeah, yeah. What about you? Well, how, how was, you I, said it's a complicated uh, relationship you have with this movie you just finished five minutes ago. Yeah. I mean, I finished it five minutes ago, didn't I? You did. Um, what's, your, what's your thought process still? Because, like, I don't... 
I don't hate it, but I feel like there's something, maybe I'm wrong, but there's something I've seen before in other movies mm-hmm. like that, that I sometimes am a little bit like, I'm not saying this because, oh, uh, this, this could be a, this could be better. Cause I can't say that. Cause it is what it is. That's how I feel about it. But there's something that I've seen in other movies that have a similar tone mm-hmm. that I feel could be different to have been more appe- more appealing to me. Okay. No, that makes no sense. I, I mean, like... Can you give me an example? Yeah, like, there was a certain sense of... There's a certain sense of of the film telling you, oh, you're going to see something weird, you know? And I'm like, I know I'm going to see something weird, you know? I feel like that there's stuff like that that I have a perceived huh. idea coming into that, you know? And I guess so, that's watching movie as a movie. I guess I was very in the, you know, the... When you're watching, there's like a couple of layers of uh, immersion. Yeah. Where, you know, for me, the best experiences of movies is if where that first layer of watching it as a movie and analyzing it as a movie like goes away and you're inside the movie. And this movie did that for me. So that's why I think it was enjoying. But as you're talking about it, I feel like you were, you never uh, crossed that. that. I did, I did. I was watching it, and when I was when I was done with it, as I do now with okay, every movie okay, I afterwards. watch, okay, I'm I just like it. thinking about it and be like, hmm, you know, there's value in that. I appreciate that, you know. But at the same time, I can also I I I do kind of think about, you know, what? I'm gonna I'm just gonna say it right now. I think that, uh, it was a lit. It was like. I don't know what the hell's going on. I mean, I do know what's happening because I'm following this this mm-hmm. this guy, and we're gonna have to get to that quest. But at the end of it, I was like, <laughs> I don't know if you felt this, but I was like, let's can we just talk about the ending here, where he meet where he gets to the Green Knight's uh, little 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 hideout, right? And the Green Knight wakes up, and he's like, "Are you ready to die?" Yes. And he's like, "Okay." And he's like super scared as anybody would be, and then Green Knight is about to. Oh, if if somebody's not going to watch the movie, so as we said, essentially he has to go to this chapel to return the favor, and which basically means that the Green Knight is now going to chop his head off, right? And this is the quest. This is the honorable thing to do, and you know it's 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 a it's a game. He this is what he has to do: become a knight. This is what he has to do to you know. To, to to earn earn the glory and earn what he mm-hmm. yearns to have is to be the like the other knights of the round table. You know, he wants to be this great knight. Yes. So he has to go through it. But he's he's not a very capable person. He's a bit of a coward. And you know, the, the way his this journey there, he, he gets there in the end. You know, he, he wants to, but he flinches and he's scared of getting his head chopped off by the Green Knight. He flinches. As anybody would be. And then there's this whole scene basically either it's his imagination or the green knight presents to him or it's just he's thinking about it 
we have this whole sequence of basically because like this movie's really fresh. I think he's thinking about it because back in the when he got captured mm-hmm. with the skeleton, I think that was him thinking about like oh like what's the possible something. and like how is yeah, this gonna yeah. end? And then he's like, no, I'm not gonna do this. That's a good. That's a good. That's a good thought. I didn't even connect those things together. Yeah, definitely. So I just thought about it when you were explaining the skeleton thing. Yeah. So he's probably thinking, if I run away, what's that gonna be? <laughs> and it's kind of like the sequence well no in. here's the thing this is where i was like oh come on oh you coward he's like you know Gawain yes. the coward look at that he, look at that guy going back he's going back oh and he's going back and so so the so the what, and i was just like you scumbag because we don't know as you're watching Come the back movie, here you don't know that you know he's just thinking this but essentially yeah. you live out you basically go through his entire life as if he would go back home pretend that he got his head chopped off and he's like this legend. He basically unearned glory. He's living on a lie. And he's like, you know, he's doing all the things he thinks glorious, you know, which is wage war and get yourself a wife and, you know, and all this stuff. And a basically, proper wife, not the girl that liked yeah, him yeah. that he, he was he's just, with. You know, the the, peasant. what he thinks is the honorable thing to do. He goes through all of that. And in the end, in his imagination, he's like, this all sucks. I, I don't want any of this. So then we go back to... And he does... Yeah, and we go back there and he takes off the green band, the green girdle. Oh, yes. That's a that's a whole plot line. But essentially, if you're not going to watch this movie, his the mom who invites... The one, the mom who... The witch who sets this all up to invite the green knight for this whole game for him to do, to, to, to you know, just to get some, get some respect. She also gives him this magical... Um, what is it? What did you Gertle. call it? Girdle. The Girdle. Lady of the Magical Green Girdle. belt. He he gives him. So basically he he can't get hurt. If he wears it, it's got magic. So whatever happens to him, he can't get hurt. It's probably like security for his mom. So even if he gets chopped off, that it's okay. You know, safety. Parents parents worry. Even when they send him on dangerous quests, they worry. Yeah, but little the, little little does he know. Little does he know. It's it's it is also a subplot where he loses it and then this this seduc- seductress lady, you know, wants to give it to him and he fails. It's the belt. It's just the belt. <laughs> I've done my research. He he fails, he wants the girdle. Um and he wants the lust, and that, that that he fails that trial, unfortunately. That that part was just that was just that was weird. that was magical. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he fails and he gets the girdle. So he takes off the girdle. So he's like, okay, he knows that he's going to get, if he can get ki- killed, it's for reals. No magical girdle is going to protect him. As, yeah. As, so I was like, man, this movie, I, I was just like at, you know, that montage of him going back, becoming king, you know, I was just like, is this it? Is this, is <laughs> is this, this how movie? it's going to end? <laughs> and I was just like, frumping just watching that go on and then it cuts back and then he takes his his green belt off yep and he's like now i'm ready and then and then the green knight is like he says something cool and then the movie ends yeah he says like uh, and now off with your head and the movie ends and it was fan and i loved that that was a great that was good i was happy I was satisfied. <laughs> you didn't want you didn't want the sad ending. I was I was ready to I didn't want I didn't want I didn't want coward because it felt cynical and it's like, oh yeah, I don't know if I'm thinking too much about the, the meta contextual sense. It's like, oh we're having another cynical thing like that. Okay, okay. let's go. Come on. It's Be okay. artistic you and know. cynical. You know. You can you know do a cynical spin on a you know, this 
uh, chivalric, you know, you know. I don't know what it is. Maybe I need to know the filmmaker more to understand. This is probably just me. I need to know who's, what their feelings are towards it to affect my viewing of the movie. Maybe mm. I'm too biased. Maybe that's me. Maybe I'm just too biased about it. And that's why we're wa- we're talking about movies instead of like grading them or anything. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm definitely. not saying this was there's, bad. There's no point of giving these um, things thumbs because or like stars. I remember because like this is this is an awkward like not awkward. This is a weird comparison, but like. I appreciated Guardians of the Galaxy more after listening to James Gunn talk about it on commentary. Huh. Interesting. Because he was, because he put in a lot, he said, because he said a lot of things where he said, I'm taking this from like my, you know, from my background and I'm taking this from, you know, like a Dairy Queen. Remember Dairy Queen in Guardians 2? No. Where Ego at the beginning of the movie takes. uh, Oh, like behind the shop, right? Right. His mom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Dairy Queen. And he's like, I thought it was just product placement. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's but it was actually no he's the James Gunn said Dairy Queen was a big deal for me when I was a kid you know and me and my friends used to hang out there a lot and it, you know and I thought you know that's so nice and I th- I didn't expect that you know and so I got a bigger appreciation towards what they were trying to get to with that movie so with this I know nothing about the director of this film and so I just I'm just like it's a modern kind of cynical look at something and it's like it could have been better now i'm not saying i'm not saying that it could be better cuz it is like i said it is what it is but i'm just like i just feel like there's i think i just judge too fast when i watch something like this cuz it's modern and new and that's just my problem okay and i just think like where is that coming from you know where is this where are these visuals coming from and what are you trying to express, you know? Because usually I just think, I'm just here to be fancy and artistic, man, you know? Oh. But that's usually not the case, you know? I mean, the, the difference, I think, the, the way, let's say if we compare these two movies, like, you know, I, I guess we have a different, you know, you and, like, let's say how I saw these two movies is, the, you know, the Excalibur, I could see what it is, but it was definitely not my vibe, so I did not enjoy it. And no, I wasn't, and I'm, I'm not, yeah. and I'm not saying you did or something like that. I'm just saying, like my perspective, I did not enjoy it. I I see what it was for what it is, and it's like, but I'm not bothered by the fact that I didn't enjoy it. While I enjoyed the the Green Knight because, and the it was Knight. really like an honest, like a reaction of just me who I am and what this movie was. And, and I just enjoyed for what it was without even like thinking about it. Cause I think there's like some good themes and some good uh, that we can still get to before, before we end, but, and I'm completely okay with that. So I'm just not really bothered that the fact that I don't like the Excalibur, it's just like, it's what it is, what it is. No, I don't think it's like, I mean, yeah. I think there's movies definitely that I'm bothered that I don't like. And I just want to destroy those nuke those movies because <laughs> can you give me one example? There's just like, I don't know. Like, just the garbage, the, the the like really like mediocre stuff we watched on Netflix. It's just like just makes yeah, me angry, were, which is yeah. just like the business side of movie making. You just see the business. That's when I have a problem. If I if there's someone's artistic vision and and I don't enjoy it or I don't uh it's not fitting my aesthetic or I don't think it maybe I think maybe like I don't know, their uh ideology is wrong or whatever like that. I uh-huh. I I don't like it, but I'm not bothered by the fact that I don't like it. Yeah. It's, it's whatever, you know, that's that. your vision. If I just see strictly business movies and just bland and boring, I'm just like, ugh, I just want to nuke those movies. Yeah, business movies are very yeah, business movies bland are just and like, boring. It's not, not for me, mm. man. But that, sometimes, sometimes, okay, look, like, 
with certain movies, I think what I admire the most is the sincerity that goes into it. And I feel like even like I feel like even the really bad movies that were sincere mm-hmm. are still you can still watch them. Yeah. And they're so bad that they're good. Like easy one, the room, right? That's the easy. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um but I don't know what was going on with the with the Green Knight, and that's just Okay. I think that I have I think I might have some kind of Okay. Some kind of bias at the like at, from the get go, maybe, with uh perceiving what the point is, you know? So I wanna ask you some questions before we finish about the Green Knight. <laughs> okay. Um so you know, you said like okay, it feels like very, you know, your first gut reaction is this, okay, it's modern, it's cynical, and it's like you yeah, know, someone wants throwing... to make something to be edgy. Yes, yeah. right. So I, I felt like there's a couple of good themes as far as that are not cynical. And I think... Like, I, like I'm like i not saying that that is the case. Okay. You know? uh, I know, I'm I know. I'm saying that... I'm yeah. just curious of what did you think, what were the themes, the th- thematical, you know, motifs of this movie? Oh, well, I think that the big one is coming of age. Right, Yes. No pun intended. Responsibility and, and, you know, manning up. The sort of literally type of traditional kind of thing. Yeah. Um, And getting, and what your decisions are and what your expectations are when you get there and how you deal with it when you, when you get to the end. Yes. You know, how seriously do you take it? I really like that. I think, you know, like the, the structure and the setup is classical, you know, hero's journey. Yes. But... Well, you have a narrator at the beginning, remember? Yes. But... Oh, the amazing narrator with the voice. Oh, God. Yeah. It's just like... It, it, started, it started like, here now, an eternal flame that... Immediately, I'm in. Like, there's nothing that... Yeah. Moved, like, just from Honestly, the get-go. Honestly, when I started like, watching oh, it, I'm so like, good. I'm doing this. I'm ready. I want to see this. That's what I was thinking at the beginning. Okay. But I don't know. I think it lost me a little bit. Okay. So, so here's here's an interesting point. So let's say if we take, I think yeah, you, I think that's what it was. Like at the beginning, I was like, yes, I'm here. This is like Excalibur. I'm ready. I'm ready for this. Okay, you know, I'm in it for the medieval craziness. Right. So let's say we take. So okay, so he he writes. So he goes on a quest. Right. He's he used to go on a quest. Our yes. our, our main hero, Gawain, and he meets trial. Right. Now, in, yes. If, if you take that as a parallel into Excalibur, right, it it is such a surface level of dealing with that trial, which is basically, you know, it just feels like check marks. Okay, so he's like, you can see the movie. We can't make the movie, we can't make the movie without the sword and the stone. He has to pull it out. That's what happens. Like, like right? Okay, so, so how he deals with it is... When you're watching the movie, it's like somebody telling you how he deals with it, except beside, like, like on the surface, right? So he's like, okay, so he is, uh, he pulls out the sword, and then some yep. knights are against him, and some knights are with him. So Sir yep. Patrick Ewing <laughs> Stewart is 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 with him, and his and his and his castle is being attacked by the other knights who are yep. saying King Arthur's not the right knight just because he pulled out the sword. He's a peasant. Yes. can't be the knight, right? Yes. So, and then, and then it's like, so he then fights the other knights, right? And he rescues Sir Patrick and his, and his daughter, Guinevere, from this castle. And one of the knights is like, they're having a fight in this water. King Arthur with Excalibur and this other knight. And then, and then the other knight bests King Arthur, right? Mm-hmm. 
And King Arthur, instead of, you know, you know, like fighting back or something like that, he's like, you know what? I am the right knight and I'm, you know, at your mercy and you, you kill me or you are with me. And then, and then the other knight is about to kill him, but then the green light shines and he's like, you are my king, right? Yes. You don't have, and this is a very classic way of putting it, like he is the rightful king. He did the good thing as he, you know, he gave himself to mercy, right? Yes. And then the other knight, you know, because of the power it's supposed to be, this is destiny, he then proclaims his his legions to the king. Oh, you right? thought it was it's, the magic or something? It doesn't matter. It's it just happens because it, it happens. Ha- yes, it's it the, happens because that's how it's supposed to happen. That's how it's supposed yeah. to be. This is the story and this is how it's meant to be. While okay. when you watch the Green Knight, you get the perspective of that character of dealing with this. You see what they want to do. They want to cower away. You see how they're dealing with it, what they're thinking. They fail. It's it's much more it's interesting to take something like a traditional like a story like this, like a quest, an epic story, but you you put it through an eyes of an actual person, yet it's still in this magical land. It's not like, you know, boring grayscale. Ah, two thousand four King Arthur. Yeah. It's a lovely combination that you have this mythical surrealism, mm. you have the classic storytelling of, of of legend, yet there's this human element going through it. And I think that's why I enjoy it. And I think there's like lots of cool themes going through. Like you, one you said, like the coming of age. There's I love the parents basically arranging and, and making this whole deal mm-hmm. of like really want him to go. And I think there's a great line that the 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 prostitute that he likes says when they're in the forest before he goes on this quest, you know, she's telling him, you know, you don't know the difference between goodness and greatness. And I think that's like the biggest theme of it. You know, he wants greatness in the end. He wants to be, you know, like the other knights. He wants to be great, but he doesn't understand. But he doesn't, he doesn't know how to, he, no, not that he doesn't know. He do, Well, he doesn't know what it takes to get there. Or he doesn't know that to, what it means to, to achieve the greatness. It's not to achieve the greatness, but achieve the goodness. Yes, right? yes, yes. That's what I was. And, and it's very and it's very classical. You know, like even in, in Excalibur, they talk about you know the man's greatest thing. It's not about his you know being a knight or a fighter. It's about telling the truth. You know, and it's like you know him being true with himself. And it's a really great way. It's not to about the size it. of your strength, but of the strength the of, of your soul. heart. Exactly. So I really enjoyed, like, you know, it can take something so classical and yet it's, you know, like, I know it kind of seems cynical, but I, it's very uncynical, this movie. It's just... The I message is, more... is uncynical, yeah. But there's something about the tone of the of how, like, it's a little... It's a, you have to admit it's a little slow. It's a little slow. It's super slow and I love it so much. It's just, it's, <laughs> I it's love just that feels so good and to live in that world. Tim's it's just, just like, lying down on the floor. He's ready for that yes. molasses, that green molasses to come down and it's taking forever. He's just like, give it to me. I want it. It's so good. It's just like, it's so like, and it's like the mu- the music in this movie, Green Knight, the, the use of like traditional medieval sounds and I was timbre. thinking about that. Yeah. Like I was, I was, what I was thinking about when I was watching that was... What are we going for? Because there's a lot of, there's Christmas, right? It's Christmas, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of like Christianity creeping in, but there's a lot of uh, Gaelic and uh, That's pagan, how it was, man. pagan mythology. That's how it was back then. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And I was thinking All like- All together. Yeah. And, and I was 
thinking pick one but then i remembered wait i did i shouldn't pick one this is how it, <laughs> this is how, this it is is. how it was for a very very long time you know it was like and it's just like yeah and this was okay this is even this post like roman you know like yeah sure the roman were christian at that point when they left but also you know you have all the celtic um you know traditions going on from the britons and then you got the saxons coming in we don't really get to see the saxons here which is you know germanic tribes but like you know the whole mushing of the of of all that that's great and it's like this land of legend i love when like you know magic and stuff like that is just perceived real there's none of that you know boring hollywood like you must believe in the magic like get, get that get <laughs> that modern believe, shit out of there you must believe in the magic you know the the bad guy believe, is the one who away. doesn't believe, believe you know he's like oh, there's no such thing as magic and then magic kills him and it's like mm. please don't do this anymore <laughs> we're past this it's not the 70s anymore oh yeah so, man uncle owen was in this movie it was great Uncle Owen was in this movie. Uh, he what? played he played Owen Lars in the prequels. Oh wait, in Excalibur? No. Oh, in, okay. In the Green Knight. What's his name? Well, 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 uh, well. Um, Excalibur has Liam Neeson with really bad teeth. <laughs> really? <laughs> I think it's probably like after you know, like he'd been get big. You know, he got got the old Hollywood teeth. But it was funny. Um, we got Patrick Stewart just being look like himself. As he did for the last three hundred years, I know he just looks, looks the same all the time. Just looks the same. Dude, the budget for this was fifteen million. That's pretty good for a CG fox, man. For a CG fox, I mean, it's obviously CG fox. Everyone, I did not. That's the one thing I was just so upset about. I was like, Mwah. it's okay. You need I, more money for because that. because you know how you you can always tell. You can always tell. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, is it so hard to just like film a fox nearby, like a ta- you know a fox from like a from a sanctuary you know like from the, 20th century fox yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know like and put it in because like i've been so annoyed by the amount of cg animals that everyone thinks that will be fooled by but they never they never they still don't look it's just like remember jungle cruise freaking cg it's Jaguar. true it's true I, I mean yeah jungle cruise but i think for this one this with movie like, could you know, have benefited weird... so much with a with a real fox well, it's it's true, but like I think with like the walking giants and all this stuff, it, it, it kind of feels okay. It doesn't feel like out of place. It doesn't feel. You can obviously tell the, the fogs CGI does. Fogs. The fogs did. <laughs> yeah. I did not yeah. like them. We didn't even talk about the girl with the head. The girl with the head. Please retrieve my head, good sir. Yeah, he did. He did do it. What a good boy. He. That's the one trial he he succeeded. He did get the head for the girl. Good for him. Yeah. He tried. He tried to be a good knight. <laughs> I think we're done. I think I think we're done with these movies. I think we're I think we're past bedtime. Wait, I was correct. It was a girdle. That's okay. It's a weird correct. thing. You put it around your waist. I don't know. Anyway, listen, Green Knight, I I'm Did it leave up to live up to your expectations or yes, did, it, 100%. did it disappoint you? And because I knew what I was expecting. It's some like somehow. Somehow I knew. Right. I don't know. Like, but it was cool watching it. It was. It. it uh, I. I might watch it again sometime. Yeah. Might put it on again. It was, it was cool right. watching it. It was cool watching it. Green Knight. The Green Knight. Okay. Okay, directed folks. By, so directed by uh, David Lowry. David. David. Let's see what else you do. a very fine mustache on on Wikipedia. <laughs> Good for him. Good for him and his mustache. <laughs> he has a quite quite a mustache. 
Let me he has a quite you. a mustache. I hope you enjoy, you know, your other films you will be making. Uh, Peter Pan and Wendy. Oh, God. Hey, man. Sweet someone, Jesus. Someone's He's got, making someone's Disney gotta, movies for Peter Pan. What did you do, David? Dude, David, you sold yourself to the... Look, 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 man. If David's doing it, getting a pretty good paycheck, and is going to do it to fund another, like, independent movie, yes. that's living the dream right there. That's living the dream. You do, you do, you get that money. You get that Disney money, and then you do what you want, David. And your mustache. All right, let's end this. Let's end this for uh, the outro. So uh, this is Two Four Podcast. Um, John Borman, John Goodman, and David Mustache. Uh, we have a we we have an Instagram. I love it. It's always this. It's always something. Why don't I have a list of all the names that you misname? Uh, it's just the way it is. I, I do not remember names, unfortunately. It's 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 tragic, tragic story of so Tim. Um, we have an Instagram. You can follow us there. We post a bunch of junk. Like, like uh, recently, I posted a drawing that Phil made for me, like, like thirty years ago. Oh, you mean the like Dragonheart the, one? Yeah, the Dragonheart in space. Jam. I've never seen that in my life. I mean, I have yeah. because I drew it, but I mean, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, you drew it to me when you were like probably like ten or something. You know and, what? I would and, love to do. No one's doing this, but I think this is a great plan. You hear it first here on Twofold Podcast. Okay, and maybe in like maybe in like ten years, it'll happen. Um. Well, I would love to. You know Pilgrim's Progress? John Bunyan, 1600s, parable, huge Christian parable. Okay, you don't, but... I don't think so. Dude, I've been, like, I listen to, like, audio dramas and adaptations of it, and it is a freaky story, and I love it. Oh, and wait, is that the dude, like, fights the demon, the he's got the sword Yeah, he's got things. the demon, he's got the sword, he goes into, like, the pit of hell, it's amazing. It's yeah, awesome. I, I, I had this comic book that... that There's a lot of death, Every and I can't believe I watched this as a child, I listened to it as a child, but I guess if it's Christian, everything goes, right? I play the devil in, in a play. Do you, you know that picture of me holding Emma and I look like just a demented Satan with like black paint on my face? Oh, That's yeah. from there. Oh, I thought it was just like normal makeup. No, I was playing the, the demon <laughs> that the pilgrim is fighting. Uh, well, I was saying like something that looks like the Green Knight for that would be awesome. I would, I would love that. I would love to make something like that. I would, that would be cool. Because yeah. it, it, it takes place in a dream. You know, it's like explicitly I saw in my dream. All right, so it's right, like right. yeah, that fits the you can, green. You can green go, you can go, night. you can go crazy. You can go crazy with that. So that would be interesting. Well, we, we, you, it's your chance. I, I was when we were watching Green Knight. I was thinking like, how, how what would you? <laughs> I was, do? you know, I was in, thinking, in a, I was thinking a, of a Phil's night movie. Yeah, uh, I mean, yes, yeah, people in the forest, right? <laughs> people in the people in the forest. Every every time I see people in the forest, I think of Phil's night movie. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Just leave me alone. I'm actually, Green Knight. We'll call. Dude, we'll call him. What are you going to call him? The Blue Knight. Why don't you do... Why don't you the do the... trilogy. Look, here's the thing. You've been trying to make this Green Knight thing. I mean, the Blue Knight I haven't. I stopped. I, I stopped for a while because I have other... Do, I have other... Uh, you know, you got to live a little bit. You, you got to live a little bit. Can't do movies all the time. But we're finishing this off. We yeah, have Instagram. Follow off. us. Follow us on Instagram. I'm trying and we to also created a letterbox. You can like <laughs> you're so quiet. We did a letterbox. We did letterbox. If you're in letterbox, you can follow us there. Um, so far, we just have the list of all the movies we watched, and we'll be updating that. But we'll might do some stuff with it. Maybe make some lists and some goodies. But we also want to oh, know. Oh yeah, who you some are. goodies. Yeah, we want to know who you are. <laughs> so you know, just just just, just man. If if we had like a discussion thing going on now about the movie. 
That would be great. Like somewhere where we could have people. Somewhere out there where people are. We'll discuss the green night and uh, all this time. Don't you know? It's time to end this podcast. It's very steamy in this room and I'm That's the ending of Excalibur. Arthur dies. Spoilers. Yeah. I'm done. I'm done. He dies. What, what did you think? Well, yeah. What, what, what did, did I think, think of, of the what? episode? Uh, rate us on iTunes. Oh, yeah. Rate us on iTunes and um, uh, give a <laughs> shout out. The The secret phrase is barbecue McNuggets. Yeah, exactly. And uh, David Mustache. David Mustache. Yes. That's the secret word. Forget barbecue McNuggets. It's David Mustache. Yeah. See you in like two weeks. I don't know what we're going to watch. We'll I don't see. know. Space Jam again. Space Jam again. God, no. Help us. <laughs> oh, the Holy Grail. I want to watch Monty Python. Phil. Okay, I totally forgot about this. This is going to be the first thing we, we're going to talk about, but then you talk about ah, Evangelion, yes. and I completely forgot about this. Evangelion. But I was going to, I'm sorry, at the ev- evangelical. <laughs> um, so listen, I was going to talk about this awesome. the first thing because because something came out, something related to this podcast. And you and you brought it up on our on our Instagram thing because what did you think? Did you like it? I thought no, it was funny. yeah, I thought it was funny, but it was like I was like I was like when it came so so the the trailer for the new Spider Man yes. came out. Spider Man, no way home. Spider way, no way, no way home. <laughs> no way home. And and I was and I was like the the first thing when the podcast we start recording the first thing we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about this trailer because what happened. Because I mean, the first episode of Two Fold Podcast, yes. we we compare the new Spider Man, the last Spider Man that came out, Spider Man Far From Home, which is Spider Man Two in the MCU, yeah. and then we have Spider Man Two from two thousand four. Yeah, Spider Man Two, and and we we have this, you know, this, I know. This, the, this difference of opinions of you know Spider Man never dies. You you guys love Spider Man too. That's right. I, I freaking hate Spider Man too. That's right. And and we had this great conversation, and there was a two existing camps that we could fight. But then this new trailer mm. of Spider Man comes out. What happens? Then? It's all mushed. It's all <laughs> it's mushed together. <sighs> it it is mushy pushy. Tim, the, the, what do we do? They're, they're converging. It, who would have anticipated this? What we have, to, <laughs> and we're gonna have to wait until <laughs> December to talk about this mushy experience. Now, yeah, um, I, I you made this little 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 comic of me being upset by the on, mushiness. on our Instagram ha, at Twofold Podcast, I think. <laughs> yeah, this on is Instagram, true. I, I was talking about Instagram, but completely forgot to mention our our names. Jake is gonna kill me for botching those, but whatever. The point is that. Um, you made me like the last face was like, oh, like, what is yeah. this? But, uh, but to me, it was like, what is this? What is happening? This, this, really? this is going to be, 
this is gonna be interesting. It's gonna be Parker, dreadful, and the girlfriend. It's gonna be something. This is gonna be, you know, it's it's like when The Hobbit was coming out. Where Star Wars. Are you Wars losing faith? Out. Are you losing faith in the Marvel brand? Um, I mean, I'm I'm very like part like I'm not very. Uh, why would you say that word? I'm not partial. Yeah, I guess I'm partial. What's the What's the opposite of partial? Like, I guess invested. I'm not. I'm not like. If if Marvel comes out with like garbage, I'm not like, oh, what happened? I'm like, okay, that's garbage. Let's see oh, what okay. else they have. You that's know, like attitude. I mean, like it's not. It's if if it if it goes to hell, I'm not invested in it like emotionally. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be hurt because Marvel makes a bad movie. It's my yeah. existence is not. Is okay, not, let's, not wait, wait, let's, let's, let's let's keep talking. Spider Man. So Spider Man. No home. What did you what? think? Of, what do you think of the mush? I think. I won't deny. Here's, I learned my lesson from Jurassic World. Yes. I don't know if you remember, but listeners, we had a podcast called Phil and Jake in Conversation. 2015. And that wasn't even the beginning of our podcast, but it was 2015 and we talked about Jurassic World. I remember Tim said it was pee-pee caca or poo-poo caca, (laughs) at least. It was garbage. And I remember my stance. My stance was... It was stupid, but I loved it. Or I liked it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I was admittedly caught into the hype of the references, the member berries. The nostalgia got you. I remember. Sniped you. Yeah, it did. Because I didn't expect I didn't expect them to reference Jurassic Park so much, but I was foolish. Mm -hmm. Might be wrong. But I think those were one of the first movies to come out that were heavily kind of like, remember? Right. I'm not sure if that's the case or not, but I was into it and I thought, it's stupid and dumb, but uh, I love that the raptor music from the PlayStation game from Lost World was the raptor <laughs> music in, you know, Jurassic World. Right, you know? yeah. And I love the Jeep and it's like, I love that they said, yeah, that old park, that was legit, you know, when they said that. But look, watching it again, Hated it. Hated that movie. You know, so it wears out. It's a, it's, right. in essence, it's, it's exciting, it's fun, but it, it has no weight. No weight at all. You can't, get used can't, to can't it, can't it's done. It's itself a, it's a, nostalgia. exactly, yeah, you can't. So I'm looking at this and, I mean, I won't say it's not cool to see mm-hmm. Doc Ock, Alfred Molina, and I'm, I won't say I wasn't surprised seeing the goblin you know the the right, little, right, little yeah, Defoe yeah. goblin uh, pumpkin bomb and him laughing. I was like, I didn't expect Willem Defoe, and so I'm like, I'm curious to see. But at the end of the day, I'm gonna say, story has to be good. If the story ain't good, also I feel like this is my um, opinion. I'm afraid that this movie is trying to erase the the shock bad parts the shock Wait, moment sh- of the of far from home where he's like he's peter he's peter parker's spider-man <gasps> right everybody knows because they can't think of stories to to do with peter parker's spider-man he has to get that back and right. at the same time do the multiverse so we can get more of those member berries in. Right, yes, yes. That's how it feels like to me. 
I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say, oh, I can't wait to see that fail. Because I don't know. But that's how it feels like with that trailer. Very similar. I am. It's a difficult task to make that move. What we've seen with well, exactly with Peter Parker, the big cliffhanger. Peter Parker has been revealed. It's a big change for the character of Spider-Man and Peter Parker. Then you have the multiverse, and then you have all these. Not just a multiverse of unknown characters, but a multiverse of characters movies from other movies in the real world. <laughs> That's a lot, a lot to handle. So I'm curious to see how they do it. And I'm really looking forward to the conversation about this. Yeah, me too. We got to get Jake in as well. Yeah, we, we, it's, it's, it's going to be great. I can't wait. I can't wait to see that and talk about it. We, whether they fail or they succeed, it's going to be an interesting conversation. Yeah, it is. Nonetheless. It is, it is. Yeah. That's so it. good. Okay. That's it. That's it. Thank, thank you for waiting for, for yeah. the secrets. Instagram at Twofold Podcast <laughs> and Letterbox Twofold Podcast and, 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 and everywhere else. We're everywhere. Bye.